I mean, I train people to do marathons and Ironman triathlons. You don't just like wake up one day and be like, I think I'll run a marathon tomorrow. You have to build up slowly. And that applies whatever that is, whoever you are. If you're not exercising at all, and all of a sudden you think you need to go out and exercise every day or three times a week for an hour, you're probably going to get hurt and you're probably going to end up really not sticking with it. Welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast, a podcast that talks about topics for women over 40. You know, that time of your life that many call midlife. That time of life when you can really vibe, be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerge. Join me, Linus Woods-Muller, certified holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40, as I talk about a variety of topics that address the wellness of the mind, body, and spirit for women over 40. Remember, midlife doesn't mean no life. Midlife is an opportunity to increase your self-love, your self-care, and your self-worth. It's your time to be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. It's your time to vibe. So come on, let's vibe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast. My name is Linus Wismollins. I am your host, as well as a holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40. And today I have with me my friend Shannon. Well, you know, it's kind of funny. I have a funny story. Shannon and I have been trying to get together on this podcast for so long, but it must have been meant to be for right now because they say that when you keep having to change appointments, it just means that when you finally do get together, it's going to be excellent. So let me tell you a little bit about Shannon Patterson and why I am so excited to be in her presence. Uh, Shannon is amazing. She's the founder of two businesses focused on empowering women. Live Your Truth Coaching, which elevates women's self-confidence by developing self-awareness and self-acceptance through fitness. She's also the founder of Achieve Multisport Coaching and Personal Training, helping clients achieve wellness and health and fitness goals. Shannon says the only way to truly feel your best is to strengthen both your mind and your body. That when you do, you are limitless. Other fun facts, Shannon is a three-time Iron World Championship triathlete, a 43-time marathoner, just remarried at age 48, has two fur babies, they're Yorkies, and proudly identifies as a confidence crusader, a sisterhood creator, a life learner, and a love radiator. So you can see, these are all the reasons why I absolutely love Shannon Patterson. Shannon, welcome finally to the Vibe Living Podcast. It's wonderful to have you here today. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here among the amazing women you have had on your podcast. So thank you. Well, thank you. That's right. You are one of my regular listeners on the podcast. So I appreciate that. I really do appreciate your support. You know, one of the things that I find so interesting about you is how uplifting and passionate and supportive you are with other women who do what you do. Uh, What is it about you that drives um, your passion for others and your passion for helping women in general? 
Well, I've always felt like I've been in this industry in the personal training and coaching industry since I feel like since birth. <laughs> I've been doing it since I, you know, before in college and then after college. And what I feel really grateful for about in this profession is that every day I actually get to see the impact that I make. People come in, they're kind of tired or grumpy or, you know, just not feeling good. And by the end of the workout or the end of the session, they're re-energized and they're happy. And I just get a lot of feedback that's like positive because we know, you and I, that the power of moving your body just invigorates your whole soul. So I want to share that. I want to put that out into the universe and, and help other people. Just like you don't need all these like fancy supplements and drugs and, you know, little hacks. Here's what you do. You move your body and you're going to feel so much better in life. So that's what really drives me. That's so funny. We were just talking about that. I was sharing with Shannon that I was in a clubhouse room. And by the time I left, I felt like I couldn't eat anything. Thing, that the only thing I could really do was become a breathitarian. I mean, it was like so over the top. I mean, some of the things I thought, okay, this is good. All of a sudden, there was something bad about that too. And I guess the bottom line is when it comes to what we eat and also the things that we do regarding our fitness and our body, all things in moderation. Um, you know, it's interesting because a lot of women, especially as they get around 50, you know, 60 and so, they want to stay fit, but they're wondering what should they do or what can they do because they also don't want to hurt themselves because that healing journey after 50 is really interesting. So what are your suggestions? What are some things that we can do safely to still be fit and to feel good about our bodies? Well, I, I will first say that I can completely relate to what you're saying and, and how as women, we get a little bit, you know, we were grew up in this generation of no pain, no gain. You go into like your puking kind of concept. I mean, I, I did that for years and years and years. And during COVID, I just had double ankle surgery because I didn't let my body rest and recover and rehab and do all the things that, you know, I should have done because I thought I was weak if I did that. And so one of my, my major fundamental principles in my coaching is that we do it smart. We don't do it by ego. We do it by what will help us build confidence and help us build a stronger mindset, but also doing that safely and effectively. And I'll tell you, you know, training, you know, I started doing this in my 20s. I didn't understand when women were like, Shannon, I can't jump rope because I pee myself. Or I can't, you know, do these deep lunges because my knees hurt. I, I just, I didn't understand that. And now at almost age 50, I, I do get it. And I, and I work the training around so that you're going to feel better because you're doing what your body can do with just pushing a little, knowing what that like kind of boundary is. We want to kind of be right on the line there without going over. And I think one of the major things that all women at any age, especially our age, should be doing is strength training. Um, and you shouldn't be doing what I call little pink weights. Exactly. <laughs> Look at you, buff as ever. You know, I'm working on it. I kind of went down during the pandemic, but I'm getting it back. <laughs> and, you know, not being afraid to lift heavy-ish weights. And not heavy, like, Olympic bodybuilder weights. I'm not a huge fan of CrossFit. I think a lot of people get hurt with that. But lifting weights that challenge you, lifting weights that you can only lift for 12 to 12 repetitions. Um, that's really important in order to maintain our, our bone mass, our lean muscle mass, all of those things that we need just for life. 
So I think the number one thing I always tell women is make sure you're doing strength training on a regular basis. Twice a week is really going to help keep you also, like we're talking about, less prone to injury, less prone to, you know, throwing your back out or, you know, doing something that just um, could twist an ankle or, or if you lose your balance, you're able to keep that back up again and not fall. So all the strength training is, is huge for, for women. Yes, it is. And from a um, health perspective, a fitness perspective, yes, but also health perspective, it's a great way to strengthen your bones overall and to try to be preventative when it comes to osteoporosis. You know, it's interesting because I was just saying on my uh, Instagram reel that, you know, people talk about, well, I'm genetically predisposed to be, have osteoporosis, so there's nothing I can do, or I'm genetically predisposed to be obese, there's nothing I could do. But the reality is, studies have shown that it's more like 20% of that is from the genes. The rest is from lifestyle choices. So for women who are feeling like they're genetically predisposed to just not work out, <laughs> What would you advise them to do? You know, how do you start uh, for someone? Let's say, because it's interesting. I really do believe that you really need to be moving more as you get older than uh, moving less when like when you were in your 20s or something like that. You want to do more than what you were doing in your 20s. You may not want to be doing that same thing, but in terms of moving, that's really key. So let's take, um, I don't want to put everybody and swipe them as a big old monolith of women. Let's start with the 40s and the 50s and the 60s. What kind of movement should we be doing in the 40s, let's say? Well, I will group them together in this way. You do the movement that you like. Because if it feels like a chore or just another thing you got to check off your list that day, you're not going to stick with it. So if you're like, I really am uncomfortable running, it hurts my joints. I just don't, I don't get any satisfaction out of that. And you've given it a try or whatever. Okay, let's not start there. Let's start with like going for a nature walk or setting up for a dance class or doing something that's like a game, like tennis, like do something that try out all sorts of different things and kind of feel, feel out like, what do you really enjoy? That will change over time. Um, but that's the number one thing for everyone is do something you like. If you're struggling with how to get started, find something that you like, try them out, go with, you know, community as women, we like doing things together. So enlisting other friends or family or neighbors to do something with you. And it also gives you a built-in accountability partner that way. So, you know, I would start with impact activity for sure. And when I say impact, I don't mean it has to be running or like jumping and ballistic. Walking is an impact activity. We need that. As we get older, we need that to build our bones. So while swimming is an excellent exercise, and I suggest it for everyone, we also need to be doing some kind of, you know, impact type of training too. And then you supplement that with lower impact, swimming, biking, things like that, that don't create that um, kind of impact feeling in your joints. Could you give us an example of what you mean? Because I know that women my age, because I'll be 65 in just a few weeks, uh, start talking about their knees and things like that. But then I wonder, okay, they know their knees are hurting them. Are there things that they could still do maybe to build their knee strength? 
Well, that goes back to the strength training for sure. We definitely want to build all the muscles surrounding the knee, your, your quads and your hamstrings and your calves and your shins, all of that. And honestly, your core, like, don't forget that your core is fundamental for the strength in your entire body. So if your core is weak, that's going to go down the chain in a way that like your knee hurts because your core is not supporting your body weight that it needs to be supported to hold you upright. So then you're kind of leaning forward and creating more kind of that um, imbalance in your biomechanics. So the strength training is going to help give you better posture, which will help with your joints. And then I would say, you know, implement these things slowly. So if you are someone who's prone to having joint pain, you do need to be doing the walking or the things like that, but maybe you don't do that every day. Maybe you start with doing that, you know, twice a week, and then you supplement that with things that don't hurt at all. Like I said, swimming or biking or something like that. And then you build gradually over time. In the fitness world, we have something called the 10% rule. And you don't want to do more than 10% increase per week. And that can be via time or via distance. So if you're walking a total time of 60 minutes one in week one, and then all of a sudden in week two, you do, you know, 90 minutes, that's a huge jump. It may not seem like it psychologically, but from a physical way, it is. So 10% of 60 minutes is six more minutes the next week. I mean, that's the progression to keep like you that. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I think sometimes, especially when we have a fitness goal, you know, we really can be hard on ourselves and relentless and unforgiving and no grace. But on top of all of that, we risk what I hear you saying. We might risk injury as a result of going hard like that. Injury to your body and also just burnout. Like when it's just always hard every single time, it's like we have to have some days that are a little off. I feel like the days where you're like, you have those days, it's, it's kind of a gift to remind you of the good shape that you're actually in for all the good days when you feel good. <laughs> it's just a little reminder, but yeah, both of that, the physical and the mental part of gradually building up and appreciating that it takes time. Like, I mean, I train people to do marathons and Ironman triathlons. You don't just like wake up one day and be like, I think I'll run a marathon tomorrow. You have to build up slowly. And that applies Whatever that is, whoever you are, if you're not exercising at all, and all of a sudden you think you need to go out and exercise every day or three times a week for an hour, you're probably going to get hurt and you're probably going to end up really not sticking with it. Hi, this is Lennis Woods Mullins, your host on the Vibe Living Podcast. I am a holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40. I help women to be well in their mind, body, and spirit by teaching them about holistic practices, fitness, nutrition, and spiritual renewal. For over 14 years, I have helped women to vibe, to be more vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged, and into the woman that I think all midlife women want to be. If you are struggling with releasing unwanted pounds, balancing your hormones, getting rid of that sense of anxiety, enhancing your immune system, and, well, just having a better wellness journey, consider scheduling a 15-minute free consultation. Let's see if we connect and how I might be able to help you vibe along your wellness journey. Just click on the link on the show page there and it says, Contact Linus. I hope to hear from you soon. So if, we're, if we were to take a look at 
the kinds of things we want to be thinking about when we're when we're working out. I hear you saying that we want to take a look at the frequency. We want to take a look at the movement that we're doing. We also want to take a look at it's something that we enjoy so we don't get burned out. What else do we want to be taking a look at when we're putting together a, a regime that we can do on a, on a regular basis? One thing I think it's really important as we get older is to make sure that you're doing things correctly. So whether you hire a coach or a personal trainer or someone who can give you feedback that's knowledgeable, because mm-hmm. you may be doing something, you're, you're accomplishing the movement. I'm doing strength training, but your form is way off and you, you have the potential to really get hurt mm-hmm. because you're not doing it correctly. So I do think it's really important to have someone help you with strength training for sure. Everybody should have a coach at least, you know, a couple sessions mm-hmm. so that you can do that. And even with, if you're wanting to take up a new sport, I have so many people who come to me starting golf and they come and you'd be like, okay, golf whatever, but they all get injured because they Mm -hmm. go zero to 60. They've started, they haven't played golf. Now they're playing golf, you know, three times a week for a long time. Golf takes a long time and they're doing this activity. We're not. That's right. Right. And they end up with elbow issues and shoulder issues and low back because they haven't really worked on perfecting the form. They go out with their buddies and they figure out how to, you know, swat at the ball, but maybe hire a coach for the first one or two sessions so that you're doing it correctly for your biomechanics and then working with a strength coach to help you with a completely different pattern of movement we're not used to. I mean, even pickleball, like that's the new rage now, right? I have people coming to me with pickleball injuries because they're just going like, go hard or go home, you know, kind of thing. All of that is, you know, working up gradually. If you love something, I'm so happy that you love it. But let's just make sure that we're tying that in as a whole picture of like your your health and working up slowly so that you can do that as much as you want. You know, it's really interesting when you when you said that, because you're right. When people do find something that they really enjoy, they want to do it all the time. But we just have to use wisdom. It goes back to what we were talking about earlier, that, you know, uh, moderation is key in anything that you decide to do, especially when it comes to your body. Now, I know that you said that you, um, you know, you've always been into fitness and then you went through a stage in your business where you wanted to focus on mindset and helping with self-awareness and self-confidence. And then you realize that actually the two are so interrelated. What did you mean by that? Explain what that means. So as I said, the 25 years in this industry has been focused on fitness, personal training. I worked in corporate fitness too. So we did a lot of wellness and all of that. And what I noticed with every single one of my clients, especially my female clients, when they started to feel physically stronger, they would come back to me and they start telling me about all of these things that they did outside their comfort zone. Like, Hey, you know what? I, I broke up with my toxic boyfriend who wasn't treating me right. Cause they have this new sense of self-confidence, this new mindset of like their value and what, you know, they deserve better. Or they would go for a promotion at work that they would never have tried for before. And they get it, you know, so that whole shift of your mindset started from taking care of your body, because when you take care of your body, it's not selfish. It's not somehow um, conceited, you know, to do these things because it's not really, as we get older, it's not about how you look like completely. We want to look good, but it is how you feel. And so that feeling of empowerment that we get with being physically stronger 
that seeps out into everything that we do. And so when I developed Live Your Truth Women Coaching, I really wanted to focus on this beautiful mindset piece that I was seeing happening. But my initial, I'm not going to call it a mistake, but my learning through the Live Your Truth is you can't separate them. It's all integrated, the body and the mind. So instead of like, okay, I'm, I'm compartmentalizing. Here's Achieve Multi-Sport Coaching, which I do. And here's Live Your Truth, which I do. I'm just now blending them a little bit more. So Achieve is more like you want to train for a race or you want to like have like this like 5K thing that you're going to do. That's great. But if you're just really about the fitness and the health, both are going to need the mindset piece of it. And that's what I'm here to help you do is not just be like, do this many push-ups and, and run this far. It's not about just the fitness piece. It's about, okay, so let's talk about how this is like impacting your life. And we talk about, you know, how this is going to work into your life schedule. Because, you know, when you decide that you're going to make fitness a, a important part of your life, a pillar in your life, you have to work that out with your family and your friends. Right. You've got to commit to taking the time. That's right. You yeah. know, I've, I've had to schedule, um, literally schedule my fitness time just like I do everything else. Otherwise, it won't get done. And I also learned that there are better times of the day for me to do it versus, you know, other times of the day as well. You know, um, I'm an early morning person, but actually I've learned in the way the course of how my day goes, that first thing in the morning doesn't always work for me. But in the middle of the day, Usually after 12, between 12 and 2 is a good time for me to go for my walk and do everything else because the majority of the things I need to do in terms of my business has mostly been completed and I don't have to rush back. I'm one of those people who goes on these literally marathon walks. I'll leave my house at around 12 o'clock and I usually get home like around 4 or 5. Um, and I would have walked maybe all together, I don't know, 15,000 steps or something like that. And I do that, you know, twice a week. That's for sure. Then I have my little brief things. I, you know, go around the corner for a walk, um, maybe two or three times a week. And my corner is probably, you know, country mile kind of corner. Uh, and then I do my strength training, you know, twice a week, sometimes three times a week. And I, I decided to really get serious about it for a couple of reasons. Um, first of all, I kind of let myself go this last uh, winter. I don't know why, just because I could, I guess. I don't know. Because I'm I, letting go for me means not doing something every day towards movement. Okay. Uh, but the other thing is, I'm going to be 65 in just a few weeks. And it's not so much that I want to fit into that little dress or anything like that, but I want to see what I can do with my body and how much muscle memory I can activate within the next few weeks. Uh, because I do believe in muscle memory. I absolutely do. But what about people who have never worked out before and they feel like they don't have any muscle memory? What kinds of things can they do with, with their bodies? How can they change them or how can they... Um, do something impactful to their bodies. Let's say when you're over 50 and you've never really worked out before. Well, I will tell you, and I, I know you believe this, it's never too late. It's never too late to start anything. I would, you know, walking is one of those things you mentioned this. We can all walk. We can all implement that into our lives slowly and gradually like that we talked about. But that's something that you know, and it can be really enjoyable. Maybe you go for a walk in nature and just zone out and get away from everything. Maybe you go for a walk with a girlfriend, whatever that is. But that's a really easy way to get started. And then the other thing is a lot of women feel uncomfortable going into a gym, lifting weights. They don't really know what to do. People are looking at them. They feel mm -hmm. awkward, right? But in this day and age, 
we are all Zoom experts now. And I do literally 98% of my my personal training and coaching is on Zoom now. Because the people wow, even who I was training in person before, they like doing Zoom better because it fits into their life so much easier. I don't have to get in my car, drive to the gym, find a parking space, battle for all these things, you know, do, find space. They're doing it from home. We can be more flexible because we're both at home. So we don't have to be in this super rigid, like this is where we're at. Right. So the Zoom personal training as we get older is really great. You just need to get with someone. I just posted something about this yesterday. Like women, let's call it 40 and beyond. You really are going to benefit from a woman who is of that same age range and understands what you need. It is different than when we were younger. It is insanely different than a man. And so by by implementing some, you know, those two factors of like some kind of strength training with support and then just slowly getting into some walking and then you're going to get the confidence to try the other things that maybe you're like, ooh, I've always kind of wanted to like learn how to play tennis, but maybe you didn't feel like you were in shape enough. Mm-hmm. Walking is going to start that. That's going to start the ball rolling. And there's one thing I, I definitely wanted to add when it comes to the you know, strength training and the movement of walking. The other thing is stretching, which we, for me as a dancer was key, which is so funny because I always hated stretching. I hated it because back in the day when I was dancing, stretching was almost like a competition. You know, let's see what your stretch was. And you go beyond your stretch to see if you, you know, you put two books on top and you, you know, hyper stretch out that way and all that, you know. So I'm not talking about stretching for competition. I'm talking about stretching for your joints, stretching for blood flow, stretching to release stress is a great way to release stress. It is a little painful, I mean, initially, but, you know, I, I really recommend it because there are areas of your body that just don't get a workout unless you actually stretch them. That whole lower back thing, because we carry so much with our back, a good stretch or doing a, the childlike pose in um, yoga is a wonderful way to release the tension in the lower back. And so I, I, I'm, I, I'm certified in yoga and I love yoga. That's a wonderful way for women to begin to move. But I just wanted to add that, that stretching is key. I, yeah, I know it's a little bit painful, but it's so important. And actually, after a while, for me, and maybe I'm just a, a masochist, I don't know. I like, I'm used to being in a little bit of pain. I like being a little bit of pain, you know, um, or sadist. I don't know what gender it is. Masochist, yeah. But I like being in a little bit of pain. Um, As a dancer, you are always in some kind of pain. If you're not, you begin to feel like, okay, maybe I'm not stretching enough or I'm not, you know, my extension isn't going up enough or something like that because you want to have some kind of pain. So I've carried that right into my 60s. 60 hoods that if I can't feel my body, like, gee, you know, nothing's really like uncomfortable. I know I need to do something to move it. That's just my own um, uh, inner um, Geiger counter. And and that brings me to another thing. And that's the whole idea of being self-aware, you know, checking in with yourself to see how your body is feeling because your body will tell you time to stretch, time to walk, time to go to the doctor. Your body will tell you when you need to do it. And I think that we have a, a tendency a lot as women because we have so many things going on not to listen to the body because it's just not convenient at that time. But I'm here to tell you that it will either whisper in your ear or it will be like a frog horn, you know, a loud, hey, 
to get your attention that you need to do something. So that's what I have to add uh, to the discussion on fitness. So Dennis, I would like to second what you just said about, you know, the whole pain principle thing is we, as we get older, we get less, um, we get more risk averse and more like scared to be in pain. But if you think about, let's take it as a, as a relationship. If you had a relationship, a love relationship and an intimate relationship, you're getting into that. Do you expect it to just be happy every single day? It's going to be bliss. And do you learn more in the relationship and who you are within that relationship during the times that are challenging, the times that feel painful, the times that you're like working through all of that, that's where all the growth is. That's where you come out the other side being so much more of like the person that you can be, those core values of feeling strong and confident and empowered. Same thing applies to fitness. If it's just easy peasy and it's like, okay, that was, you know, I never sweat, I never feel uncomfortable you're not going to find much growth and you're not going to find much glory in that. So Mm -hmm. are you going to really keep doing something that doesn't feel like, yeah, I did that hard thing and I overcame that. And I'm really proud of myself that that's pretty important in our lives. I mean, we're, even if you're not like a super competitive person with other people being competitive with ourselves, that's, that's a good thing in my opinion. Like don't just settle for what's easy actually put yourself out there, learn new things, try new things, just, you know, to go overcome that fear of, "Ah, I don't know, it seems like it's going to hurt. I mean, a lot of times it's not even, you haven't even done it yet. You've just decided it's going to hurt right before Mm -hmm. you even start. <laughs> I, think it's new. I know I, I, I go through this every single season when it comes to jumping off the diving board in our backyard. I was oh, oh, oh no. But then when I finally do jump off the diving board, it's like, oh, that was so much fun. Let's do it again. <laughs> Sometimes it can be exhilarating when you face your fears and you do it anyway. You do it with fear anyway. And you get this rush of uh, a sense of accomplishment. Uh, those uh, endorphins start going because you feel good about what you did. And you find that, hey, what took me so long? I need to do this again. And I think a lot of times beginning to work out is a lot like that. You have all this trepidation for so many reasons. But once you start doing it, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this feels kind of good. Shannon, I was so glad to hear that you are doing 98% of your business online. So um, I have put all your links in the show page uh, for people to get in touch with you. I think that you are fabulous. And I highly recommend Shannon. You, first of all, take a look at her videos, uh, her reels on Instagram. Uh, that tells you a lot about Shannon, the person, and also the way that she instructs people to work out and stay engaged with their bodies. I think she's wonderful for women uh, who are over 40, 50, 60, and beyond. Uh, I just cannot thank you enough for coming on today and sharing all your wonderful wisdom and your expertise, Shannon. Oh, thank you so much, Linus, for this opportunity. And I just want to say again, I so admire you and I admire what you're doing to elevate other women, to collaborate with other women and to really just, it makes a difference. This is impactful for our generation and for all the generations that are behind us looking to us as women for what can be. So thank you for being that role model and leader. Oh, thank you so much. Well, you know what? At this point in my life, so much of what I do is legacy building because I have four daughters. 
uh, you know, who are all in their 30s and one that'll be, she hates me to say it, but it's true, she'll be 40 in about two and a half years. So therefore, you know, all the more reason uh, for me to uh, build a legacy and hopefully provide a role model uh, for them as we all are. We're all responsible for those before us in terms of setting that example, especially for women. So thank you for doing the very same. And thank you so much for being on the Bible podcast. It's been wonderful having you here today. Thank you, Linus. And thanks to all of you who listen. I just love all of you who have subscribed. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. You can definitely subscribe if you're listening to uh, me on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or Spotify. Also, I have not think I've ever asked this before, but if you happen to be on Apple Podcasts, which is, I think, about 60 or 70% of my listeners, please review the podcast. Did you like it? You know, click the star. And that way I'll show up more on the feed because my goal is to grow this podcast I have such wonderful people on the podcast, much like Shannon, who have wonderful expertise to share with women just like you who want to vibe, who want to be more vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged in midlife. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you again next time. Thank you for listening to the Vibe Living Podcast. Please feel free to download, rate, share, and like the show. To find out more about living a vibe life, go to my website at wellnesswoman40.com or email me at vibelivingpodcast at gmail.com. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to vibe. Please take a look at the links below in the show page. Those links belong to the premium members of my Vibe Wellness Woman Facebook community. These premium members have products and services that you should really check out. Click on the link below to find out more about these wonderful women who have products and services that focus on the needs of the midlife woman.